Welcome to the Workplace Minute, powered by H3HR Advisors and sponsored by Paychex, one of the leading providers of HR, payroll, retirement, and software solutions for businesses of all sizes. My name is Steve Bowes. Improving the work experience for women frontline employees. Frontline workers are often not considered or incorporated in corporate diversity efforts, putting them at a greater disadvantage than their back office and professional counterparts according to a recent report from Catalyst in partnership with Accenture. The report analyzed interviews with more than 70 women and managers in frontline roles across three industries, manufacturing, hospitality, which includes accommodation and food services, and retail. And they defined frontline roles as roles directly involved in the production, processing, and service delivery in non-office settings that typically do not require higher education qualifications. What the report found was that organizations often fail to meet the needs of female frontline workers in the following ways. First, failing to design workplace structures that are suitable for women, such as mandating ill-fitting uniforms and lacking facilities like lactation rooms or bathrooms with menstrual products. And assigning unpredictable schedules, long shifts, or rigid policies that don't account for availability issues like caregiving needs, which disproportionately fall to women in most situations. Researchers also asked respondents questions that were intended to capture the realities of working on the front lines, including how companies can improve physical work conditions, scheduling practices, advancement opportunities, and workplace culture. While many of the responses to the survey paint a bleak picture of women's experiences on the front lines, there are many opportunities for improvement available for organizations. The report identifies four steps companies can immediately take to support women in such roles and offers examples for each item. 1. Investing in physical well-being, such as including women in conversations about workplace design and providing adequate training on workplace harassment. Women's bodily safety, physical needs, overall well-being, and personal autonomy should be paramount. Facilities and policies must be designed or refreshed to accommodate women. 2. Adopting employee-centered scheduling practices, such as providing fixed shifts or guaranteed weekly hours that are flexible to caregiving needs. Companies must remove sources of instability, unpredictability, and rigidity from scheduling systems to account for women's lives outside of work. 3. Creating and clarifying growth and advancement opportunities and outlining career paths and skills expansion. Companies must clearly communicate well-structured opportunities for growth and advancement that are designed to meet the needs of women. And finally, four, training managers on how to lead empathetically. Company leaders should enable managers of frontline employees to create positive environments so that employees feel valued, supported, and connected. In summary, the report notes that both frontline jobs and the roles employees can grow into from them should be desirable and worthy of women's considerable energies and talents. High turnover is not a given in frontline environments, and a focus on training and advancing existing staff can lead to a more stable, supported, and sustainable workforce, which is a win-win for employees and employers. That's it for the Workplace Minute, powered by H3HR Advisors.